And you know, there's things about Thanksgiving that you know aren't really, you know, all that awesome. But you know, irregardless. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Hi, guys. How are you? It's almost that time. So, hey, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're listening one of three ways through my website, markscalia.com. And check out more of that site because I'm constantly updating it. And follow me on Facebook and Twitter. The second way you can listen, if you want to be more participant, you can click that box you're listening to, and that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R, dot com. And then you sign on using a Facebook address, and then you can be part of a live chat. And we got a ton of people tonight because it's a really special show, too. I know I mention it, like, on everything. And the third way you can listen, if you can't listen live, because that's how we broadcast, with mistakes, warts and all, if you can't listen live... You could listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show. And do me a favor, listen to the live show and then listen to the podcast version. And you tell me which is better. (laughs) So guys, this is uh, the last show of the year. So a lot of things are going on. So let's start the show as I always do with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? That's when? Just now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. A lot has been going on. I played some uh, when I was doing the sound check to begin the show. David Cassidy died, which a lot of people in my demographic know, but a lot of people, young people like, you know, I was surprised. Brendan said that uh, his fiance Ashley knew who David Cassidy was, which is kind of a big thing because it was the Partridge family. Which was a almost obscure type reference, you know. So, but he was old, and I guess he had a lot of health problems. So, I mean, things happen. And speaking of people being old, eighty-three years old, died in prison. Mister Helter Skelter himself, Charlie Manson, bit the big one. Charlie Manson bought the farm. Fuck him. Special place in hell for Charlie Manson. Special place in hell. So it's weird because he died the same day as David Cassidy, which is kind of fucked up. And the other thing is the, uh, and I'm drawing a blank in his name, the grandfather from the Cosby show. He played Bill Cosby's dad, which is crazy because uh, the cause of death was actually Ruthie. (laughs) Too soon? Anyway. 
I can do the duplicate. That's my dad. <laughs> I just needed a segue back to the beginning part. So we lost a we lost a few people over the past week or so, but I you know I get into the the Cosby thing again, which is kind of weird because the onslaught of sexual harassment is ridiculous, like ridiculous. Like, everybody's touching everybody, and nobody said anything for years, and now all of a sudden, everybody's been touched. Touched by an angel, touched just by everybody. The latest casualties, Al Franken. <laughs> Which, he's like, you know, he's like the epitome of the left. And it's now it's like nobody's safe. Like, nobody, left, right, middle, entertainment, politicians, you're all fucked. You're all fucked. <laughs> Al, so Al Franken, was it Charlie Rose? Charlie fucking, what? What? Are you, what? He's like, oh, he's super old. How do you, you know something? When an old guy would hit on a young girl, he was called a dirty old man and they left it alone. That was it. That No, I don't know if he did anything. It's not like, you know, he, Louis C.K. <laughs> Which, in Louis C.K.'s defense, they knew what they were getting into. <laughs> but he didn't even—he didn't even have sex with him. He just—he just masturbated in front of him. Which, why, why? That's not exciting. It's not exciting. Like it's exciting for a man to watch a woman, I think. But for a woman to watch a man, I just like I feel awkward. Like, I don't, like, I don't, like, I'll do it by myself, but I don't want people watching. That's George W. Bush is an old man, too. Yeah. The other one I heard about is Ron Jeremy. What? <laughs> Ron Jeremy sexually harassed someone? The hedgehog? For reals? <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. I don't know. We have a new rule. It's like we're, you know, it's like, it's like I'm going to be a parent and the whole world is going to be the backseat of the fucking station. Nobody can touch anybody ever. No, just stop touching everybody. Just stop it. I swear to God, there's no hope for the human race. There's no fucking hope. Because how is, how are we supposed to procreate if you can't, I mean, I'm not talking about forcing some something on somebody. Yeah, let's go back to talking about the Bodgett family. It's insane. It's just, you know, and I want to move on because the last show. <laughs> Look, in 2018, everybody just be a better fucking person. But yeah, nobody can touch anybody. And in 2018, don't touch anybody. Don't touch don't touch yourself in front of anybody. <laughs> don't do If you're going to touch yourself, do it in private. If you're going to touch anybody else, have a permission slip. It's <laughs> like we were in junior high school. And it has to be notarized. Oh, my God. There's no hope for the human race. I hope there is because I'm, my face is itchy. Listen, that is a full beard, everybody. Because Scrooge is uh, starting up. The Christmas trolley is starting up this Saturday night. And my schedule is completely packed to the gills. And all I got to do is stay healthy. I'm standing now because my leg, I've been getting cramps in my leg lately. My back has been okay, but I've been getting cramps in my left leg, which is just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Sancho's already for the trolley. 
So I'm just going to be healthy because I told my wife, I told Karen, I go, uh, I hope I don't cramp up because Scrooge is really going to have a limp. <laughs> it's going to come up gammy. He got his gammy leg. So, and I've secured all three locations and I'm working on some really fun things with the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival happening January 11th through 18 of 2018. That's a, it's only about a month, month and a half away. It's real close. It's real close. So I'm looking forward to it. So because this is the last show of the year and it's getting close to the Christmas time, there's a lot of things we got going on. Uh, Of course, tomorrow, what's it? You bet your sweet Biffy I am. Last show of the season, baby. Can't wait. (laughs) So tomorrow's Thanksgiving, so Karen is downstairs cooking pies, and we're going over her sister's tomorrow night to enjoy some dinner, and I'm having my family over for breakfast in the morning. So uh, everybody, I hope you're getting ready, because it's a big day, it's a nice day to thank, and I'm thankful for this show, I'm thankful for my wife, I'm thankful for the fact that she cooked me dinner tonight, and she's cooking pies tonight, and we're going to have some stuff, and tomorrow we're going to have a lot of food. Oh shit, you know what we're going to have? <laughs> you know what we're going to have? What are we going to have? That's a lot of stuff. I don't know what a bedeen, a bedeen, a bedeen is. going to be a lot of stuff for Thanksgiving tomorrow, so we can't forget that. I downloaded a whole bunch of new sound bites because I'm going to have some fun in this show today. Um, I didn't know this, but... <laughs> And Brendan, you'll be interested in this. I don't know if you've ever heard about the movie called Thanks Killing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Oh, it's a bad movie. So, guys, I was thinking, you know, since it's Thanksgiving and all that, we should go around and say what we're thankful for. I'm thankful that your mom has the juiciest poon in town. This is the trailer. Back in the 1500s, in the settlement of Kralberg, an old Indian by the name of Feathercloud was dishonored by a pilgrim. Feathercloud necromanced a turkey. A turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted to kill. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't believe me, do you? I do believe you. This movie's terrible, There's by no the way. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. <laughs> No such thing as an evil turkey. <laughs> this little baby bunny got its stomach not open by a beak. Not just any beak. A turkey beak. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil turkey. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. <laughs> From the makers of oh, Ginger. Gin- really? Lie. Is that a movie, Ginger Dead Man? It is a real thing. <laughs> yes. You just got stuffed! You just got stuffed! Like, the trailer at two minutes is not overly interesting. It's fucking horrible. I actually saw the movie. I saw most. It is fucking stupid. And it is called The Citizen Kane of Bad Movies, which I thought The Room was The Citizen Kane of Bad Movies. I did not hear that. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Which, um, 
James Franco is going to be in that movie coming out in a couple weeks, and that I want to see. It's called uh, it's called The Artist, I think it's called, but it's about Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> but Ginger Dead Man is a real fuck. Oh my god, I I thought you'd appreciate that, Brendan. Of all people, the sci-fi and the horror and stuff like that, it is bad. It is just fucking horrible, just horrible. But the reason it's the last show, and I'm playing some scary stuff. Because, I don't know if you know this, it's Christmas time, and every year, they come out with the watch list of toys. A toy? As I suspected, I hate toys! It can't be bargained with, it can't be reasoned with, it doesn't feel pity, or remorse, or fear, and it absolutely will not stop, ever, until you are dead. Yes, the watch, the world against toys causing harm, has put out its top 10 list once again. And I'm going to take you through these toys that you should not buy if you care for other human beings on this planet, apparently. Number one, the Hallmark Itsy Bitsy Baby Stacking Toy. Hazard Potential? choking injuries watch out (laughs) this plush Disney themed stacking toy with four rattling rings is sold without age requirements or warnings issued a recall notice due to fabric hats and bows that can detach posing a choking hazard I should have asked Jigsaw to come in and read these. <laughs> oh, you know what I could? Hold on. I think I could do this. Let's see if this works. There we go. Does does that sound does that sound funny? Yeah. How about this one? Yeah, this one's better. The world presents David Carradine's men's best what stop it, men's belt. Worst present to give David Carradine. Men's belt. Obvious reasons. Choking hazard. (laughs) That's all right. How about this one? Pull-along pony. Number two. Hazard potential for strangulation and entanglement injuries. Despite the injuries, standard requiring strings on playpens and crib toys to be less than 12 inches... Manufacturers of this are still permitted to market pull toys with a cord measuring approximately 19 inches. <laughs> that's a that's not jigsaw, it's a Cylon. Oh, I'm trying to find a different one. How you doing? There you go. How about this one? This one's not intimidating at all. No, it's it's a little better. No, I have a whole bunch. I'm just trying to figure it out. Here we go. We can. Smooth it around. Smooth it around. Oh, oh, that's freaky. That's freaky. That's freaky. Hello, hello. What? <laughs> Why am I trapped in this well? In this well. I remember. I remember. I remember. The first, the first time, time, like the last, like the last time, time we ever we met. Ever we met. Ever met. <laughs> stop playing with. Stop playing with. Stop playing with the synthesizer. I can't, I can't do, do that. that. It, it freaks, freaks me out. out. There, there we go. go. This, this one's, one's a little better. better. How about this one? There we go. 
Oh, there we there go. go. It's, it's a little, a little better. better. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do any of these. Do I, any of these? I, I should have practiced all these before I did it because I would know the perfect one. But this one, no, I'm, I'm trying, trying to find, find the scariest, scariest voice. voice. All right, no more scary voices. <laughs> Nineteen inches, you say? Starry, I'll stop now. Oh my God, what is? I don't, that's not inhuman. Let's move on. We're talking about scary toys. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number three. The Wonder Woman Battle Action Sword. Hazard potential. Blunt force injuries. It is a scary toy. Children are encouraged to bear arms. Like a popular comic book movie character. To engage in... Fighting alongside men in a war to end all wars. The rigid plastic sword blade has the potential to cause facial or other impact injuries. It's a sword, you fucking dink. This one I don't understand. Hand fidget spinner. I'll, I'll repeat that. Hand fidgets spinners. Hazard... Potential for choking injuries. <laughs> I said it wrong. Not choking injuries. Choking injuries. <laughs> These bright colored spinners remain popular with children of all ages, and some present potential small part hazards. Just eat it. <laughs> Number five. Spider-Man. Spider-Drone. Official movie edition. Hazard potential, eye and body impact injuries. This official movie edition remote control drone is sold for use by children. The performance drone designed to launch into air, powered by multiple rotating rotors, <laughs> multiple rotating rotor blades, and accompanied by numerous warnings, including the potential for damage or injury. <laughs> Kids are taking apart fidget spinners and choke. Pretty much one died. <laughs> Too much fidgeting. <laughs> How about this one? This one makes no sense. Nerf zombie strike deadbolt crossbow. It's an injury to my tongue because it's got too many names. The Nerf zombie strike deadbolt crossbow. Hazard potential for eye injuries. Children as young as eight years old are encouraged to load arrows into the deadbolt crossbow, pull back the primary pressure lever, and fire the projectiles in order to strike back at zombies. The force of the arrow launch presents the potential for eye and facial injuries. Of course, it's a fucking you'll do your eye out, kid. <laughs> Jesus, join my eye. How about this one? This one is one of the funniest ones. The Slacker's Slackline Classic Series Kit. Let me repeat that. The Slacker's Slackline Classic Series Kit. Hazard, potential for strangulation and fall-related injuries. Now, you may not know what this is, but let me describe it. Marketed for quote-unquote all ages, pursuant to a package insert, providing a tightrope-like device 
intended to be anchored between two trees. The manufacturer warns that the, of the potential for severe injury, including a strangulation hazard, especially with children. <laughs> Basically, it's a hammock without the bed. <laughs> Listen to this. I don't even know how this made the list. The oval xylophone. <laughs> Sounds like the David Carradine playset. <laughs> the oval xylophone. Hazard potential for ingestion and choking hazard. This multicolored musical instrument is sold for babies as young as 12 months old. The manufacturer provides no warnings regarding the slender, rigid, approximately nine half inch. <laughs> okay, it's a toy, apparently. <laughs> All right, let's try again. <laughs> I lost my place. There we go. The manufacturer provides no warning regarding the slender, rigid, approximately nine and a half inch long drumstick handle which has the potential to be mouthed <laughs> and occlude a child's airway. <laughs> Essentially, they're telling you what you should do with it. <laughs> Good golly. Item 117, crayons. Item 118, shirts. Item shirt button, pocket sleeve. <laughs> oh, God, have another cannoli. Yikes. <laughs> This is uncool for everybody, really. That was just number eight. I got two more. How about this one? Number nine. Jets heel wheels. The hazard? Potential for blunt impact and fire-related burn injuries. <laughs> These are marketed to be strapped to heels of children's shoes. So footwear can be transformed into a type of rear-wheeled roller skate? The manufacturer adds real sparking action to the jets with the skid pads as evidenced by numerous warnings, including keep sparks away from eyes, hair, exposed skin, and clothing. Sparks can burn. It sounds like a bad movie promo. It's worse than thanks killing. <laughs> Do not use around gas stations. All right, here we go. Number 10, the last one. Brianna Baby Doll. Hazard. Potential for choking injuries. These quote-unquote huggable soft dolls marketed for babies as young as 18 months old. The removable clothing, the pink ponytail holders, are also removable, presenting the potential for ingesting and choking. That is the top 10 watch toys 
to not play. Item 320, white Barbie doll has the potential to cause hurt feelings. Oh, God. <laughs> so don't buy any of them toys, apparently. No toys. Here's what I'm going to do. We've got a lot going on. It's already halfway through the show. I'm going to go to our first break. I got a bunch of stuff going on because this is the last show. I got to get my Christmas in. I got to get my cold in. I got to get my snow in. I got to get everything. And plus, two history parts coming up for you. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. It's cold outside. I'll be on my way. Baby, it's cold outside. I doubt no one. We're gonna have so much I'm fun. And cold. I think that I have struck some gold. You got me starting to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? What are those scrapes on the floor? Listen to the fireplace roar. This is the worst day ever. We will be together forever. Please don't make me drink anymore. Excuse me while I go lock the door. But will the cops there? Baby, it's bad out there. What did you put in my drink? No help to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are blurry to break now. Break out of this hell. I'll hold you down. Your hair looks swell. I'm saying no, 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 sir. Mind if I move in closer? At least I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? Get out of my way. Baby, don't hold out. Ah, but it's cold. <laughs> it's cold out there. <laughs> but it's it's nice and warm in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's cold outside. <laughs> I have mace in my purse, you fucking asshole. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and although it's fairly warm now, winter is coming. And when it does, be sure to see me on the Salem Christmas Trolley. Tickets are $30 each, and there's plenty of shows so that I get to torment all of you. But feel free to pay for the ticket and not show up, because less bodies, more money. And until I see you on the trolley... This is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you a humbug. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. To most Americans, the Pilgrims of Plymouth, Massachusetts are the iconic inspiration for today's Thanksgiving feast. Like I say, Pilgrim, you can eat here till you get back on your feet. After the winter of 1620 killed almost half of their people, the colonists formed a relationship with the neighboring Wampanoag tribe. The Mashpee Wampanoag tribe hopes to break ground on a resort casino in Taunton next spring. The colonists and Wampanoags dined on roast goose, along with corn, codfish, and lobster. In 1777, the Continental Congress decreed that all 13 of America's colonies celebrate a national day of Thanksgiving that year in celebration of their victory over the British at Saratoga. 
By the 20th century, Thanksgiving was a welcome day of leisure from a six-day work week. In the 1920s, the National Football League was formed. In an effort to boost attendance, the fledgling Detroit Lions devised the concept of a Thanksgiving Day game. Thanks for a great Thanksgiving. So very thankful. I had everyone at home. This is what it's all about. Good Thanksgiving church. And department stores quickly saw their value as a kickoff to the Christmas shopping season. With modern life moving faster than ever, Thanksgiving gives us a day to take a collective breath and remember just how much we have to be thankful for. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. <laughs> I know the baby, it's cold outside. I get it. But, you know, I've always thought that song was a little datey rapey. I always did. And now I just enforced what everybody, maybe everybody was thinking. You know? He's like, hey, you shouldn't go. She's like, I really want to go. He's like, come on, you should stay. She's like, hey, I really want to go. <laughs> oh, it's not, I should have done it. I should have done it in the voice of Bill Cosby. That would have been funny. You got to really stay. <laughs> Actually, it's not funny, but it is funny. So here's what we got going on, guys. That was just our first break. We get a lot of stuff going on. I want to play a game that I only play once a year. I want to play a little turkey time. Thanksgiving is the day that we're reminded to be thankful for the things that we've got. Though it may seem like little, sometimes we've always got something to be thankful for. (laughs) He missed an opportunity to rhyme just then. It's fucking horrible. So here's what I'm going to do. There are a bunch of movies that it was this. I, I love that song. Then again, I've always thought of it as meat, cute stuff happening. Also, Dean, yeah. Oh, Dean Martin can do whatever he wants. He's dead, though. He has my full consent. <laughs> He's like, don't worry there, Kim. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> so... That would work. No, uh, the woman's part can't be sung if the woman's passed out. What the fuck is wrong with you? Stop it. All right, I'm not reading the comments anymore. So with turkey time, I play you a clip from a movie that focuses around the Thanksgiving meal. Now, the movie may not be necessarily about Thanksgiving or take place at Thanksgiving, but there is a scene in the movie that is directly a Thanksgiving dinner celebration. So I got a few. So let's see if we can do it. And they're all they're all fairly long. The first one's really short, but it's super easy. Now you guys are all playing against each other. The, the comments have definitely gone in the drive. I know, I don't want to read them. So here we go. Here's the first one. Only 14 seconds. See what you can the music is gonna give this one away. I think I've just been too slow to realize that people our own age with histories just like ours haven't gone through all that same stuff to be dishonest, unprincipled, backstabbing sleazeballs. I told you that a long time ago. <laughs> the music just gives it away. That's why it's a short clip. It's about them cleaning up and getting ready for dinner. It's it's a classic movie. Just the whole thing. Oh, what do you got? Ain't Too Proud to Beg. No, that's the name of the song. But that's it was a very famous soundtrack 
that involved. You heard Jeff Goldblum speaking there, and also oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, um, Tom Berenger is who he's speaking to, and they're all around thirty something. <laughs> and I don't know if it's if it's the or just what is it. Again, please. Ah, oh, fine. I'll do it. Here we go. I think I've just been too slow to realize that people our own age, with histories just like ours, haven't gone through all that same stuff to be dishonest, unprincipled, backstabbing sleazeballs. I told you that a long time ago. Kim got it right with the big chill. <laughs> he got it right. And Karen got the big chill as well. Chris, the fly is not correct. Jeff Goldblum was in multiple movies. The fly was just one of them. You fucking crazy. How about this one? This one's a little longer. A little tricky. Can we please stop fighting? It's Thanksgiving. We have guests inside. Please stop. I'm not fighting anymore. I'm done fighting. Thank you. You call Daisy a star fucker? Why don't you go cup George Simmons' balls while you talk him to sleep every night, Ira? Leo. Sorry. I would let you do that, too. My balls are for everybody. Okay. Starting to feel like Thanksgiving around here. Let's eat some food. <laughs> a little trickier. But you got if you got most of the voices, you might have figured that out. It was what is it? Oh, Kim oh Kim said well let's see if you can get the, I see if I got the please voices. Stop fighting. It's Thanksgiving. I forget his name. Guess inside. Please stop. I'm He's not a- fighting anymore. I'm done fighting. Adam, it was Adam oh, Sandler. Star fucker. Why don't you go cup George Simmons' balls yeah. by talking to sleep every night? And Ira? that's the, what's his name from Superbad? Leo. And that's Adam Sandler. I would let you do that too. My balls are for everybody. It's it is Jonah Hill. It is Jonah Hill. It's starting to feel like Thanksgiving around here. Yeah. Eat some food. This one's a little tricky. It was called a comedy, but it was only funny for half. The, yeah, it was Seth Rogen as well. It was called a comedy, but it was only funny for like half the movie. It was funny, people. Congratulations, Brendan. That's that's one for Kim and one for Brendan. Oh, my goodness. Rogan. Yeah, Chris, Chris is listing the entire cast. That's why everybody's getting it. This one's super hard. But you know something? I got to use them up. <laughs> How about this one? No, don't muzzle me. You and I both know I am the only normal person here. I am. I know. I just... Oh, your secret's safe with us, Cheetah. <gasps> My secret. Oh, that's great. Let's talk about secrets, huh? Congratulations, honey. Yeah, may you and your husband live happily ever after, Mrs. Gordon. Or whatever the Christ you call yourself now. Or he does. Did you wear a dress? Did you wear a white veil or a blue garter belt? What the hell are you talking about, Joanne? You make about as much sense as a... No shit. Hmm. You and Jack. Yeah. Now, I will give you some hints on this one. It's super hard. All right? The woman speaking, I don't remember her, but she's talking to Robert Downey Jr. And then the woman that talks to Robert Downey Jr. is... uh, Oh, what's her name? Oh, my God. Oh, my brother got it. Home for the holidays. Are you shitting me? (laughs) Home for the holidays ridiculous i didn't even see that movie i just found the clip wow now kim has one brendan has one chris had one we have to play until somebody wins how about this one this one's actually i did my i had my students actually do this script in when i did my directing class holly hunter that's her name how about this one and this thanksgiving no uh yelling no hysteria especially with your grandpa not here 
although we miss him. So let's do it right. And Wendy, uh, why don't you say grace? You still love to say grace, remember? Dear Lord, thank you for this Thanksgiving holiday and for all the material possessions that we have and enjoy. And for letting us white people kill all the Indians and steal their Wendy. tribal lands and stuff ourselves like pigs, oh, okay. even though children oh, in Asia okay. are being napalmed. Okay. Jesus, home. enough, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that her character's... Oh, my God, Kim Santa with the ice storm. <laughs> you got two of them. So, Kim, since you got them both right, you beat everybody else. I'll give you this. Wait a second. You just got a turkey yesterday. Yep. Don't mess this one up. I, I didn't. Next. I, I didn't mess it up. <laughs> Actually, you get this. I did it! You win. You win. All right, let's take our second break. I got more in there for you guys. Another little, um, uh, I gotta, now I did my cold, now I'm going to do my snow in another history. You are listening to Radio Where Regardless. We'll be right back. What the f***? It snowed several inches on the house tonight. Sweep the fortune steps and it'll be fine. All the snowers make me lose my mind. I just want to see it. Every day I'm shoveling. Shoveling, shoveling. We're getting more snow tonight. Do I look like I'm having a good time? We're all going to Everybody, it's winter time. It's not snowing again. Oh, that. Every day I'm shoveling. Clean your car off. Really, clean off your fucking car. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. We've all heard the biblical origins of Christmas, but societies have been celebrating light and birth in the darkest days of winter, centuries before Jesus walked the earth. In the Norse country, this winter celebration was known as Yule. Around December 21st, the winter solstice, fathers and sons dragged evergreens indoors as reminders of life and set logs on fire as a promise of good fortune. Don't get sentimental now, Dad. Save it till we get out of here. The floor's on fire. See? And the chair. Ancient Rome had its own December festivals. One week before the winter solstice, Romans began celebrating Saturnalia, an orgy of food and drink. It's not going to be an orgy. It's a toga party. By the first century AD, pagan traditions were being challenged as Christianity took hold throughout the empire. You dare challenge Megamind! 
the church knew it could not outlaw the pagan traditions of Christmas, so it came to accept them. The evergreens traditionally brought indoors were decorated with apples, symbolizing the Garden of Eden. Do you like apples? Yeah. Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> the story of Santa Claus also begins in the 4th century with the death of Nicholas, a beloved Turkish bishop. The anniversary of his death became known as St. Nicholas Day. On December 6th, good children woke to gifts from the kindly saint. Bad children sulked away with nothing. You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Like St. Nicholas, Santa Claus spread good cheer and gave gifts to children. Less clear was exactly what this Santa Claus looked like. Then in 1863, Thomas Nast, a cartoonist for Harper's Weekly, settled the matter once and for all with his version of the Christmas Saint. Nast's Santa was rotund and jolly, with a full white beard and a sack full of toys. An American icon was born. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. You're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and I'm getting in all my stuff for the end of the year. I know it'll be January and you might hear that the snow thing again and the cold thing again, but you know something? It's fine. It's fine. Let me get my Christmas stuff in because I won't be able to do any Christmas stuff because I'm working so much. And you know something? And I play this especially for, we got Brendan and Kim and my brother and of course, Karen. These are all Star Trek fans. So why don't we play a little of this? Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Ma'am, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea gray hot. The lights are turned way down low. Make it so, make it so, make it so. When we finally kiss. Good night. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you... Really? Shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And my dear... We're still goodbye, men. But as long as you love me so... Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Now, I know it's early, but I can't resist. Besides, I absolutely love that. And I won't get a chance to play it again. I just won't. But here's what I have done. I've done something especially. I know that it's Thanksgiving. And I know that it's technically it's Thanksgiving Eve, which always works out for my show on Wednesday. And ever since the first Thanksgiving I had, I've played this next bit. But what I did is I, I went, you know... I've been doing the same bit for four years and I don't like to repeat stuff. I can't stand it. So what I did is the Turkey tremors, the, the bit that w was started, I actually decided to put it all together and finally just play it out. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Turkey tremors. And now, the case of 
The Turkey Tremors, starring Sam Stone. It was a cold November night, and I remember it. It was cold. It was November. And I was in my office, cleaning up some case files, like I always do. And there was a knock on the door. Sam, you're still here? Yeah, just going through some case files. You know, the one with the dog and the girl and the diamonds and the husband? Well, if there's anyone that can handle a case, it would be you, Sam. I appreciate that, dollface. So what are you doing here so late at night? Oh, I just forgot my, my nail file and my purse and my coat. So I just came back up and I saw the light on and, and there you were. Yeah, here I am, doing the case files, just like always. You're such a hard-working man, Sam. There's not many men like you around. Thank goodness for that. But I hope you're not going to work through this holiday. It's just another day. It's another day and another night. Another night and another day. Another case file. Well, if there's anyone that knows about nights and days and days and nights, it would be you, Sam. What are you doing for the holidays? Nothing. No plans. Just me, case files, filed cases. That's it. Just case files. And what about you, Dollface? You must have something special planned for the big Thanksgiving night. My sister's coming in from out of town. Your sister? I didn't know you had a sister. Yeah, my sister Dolores. She's a divorcee from Detroit. And what are your plans, sweetheart? Oh, we're going to go have dinner at the diner. Sounds like you got good plans there, kid. You, Dolores from Detroit, the divorcee, are going to have dinner at the diner. Sounds good. Gosh darn it, Sam. I'm tired of all this pussyfooting around. Pardon my language. What are you going on for, dollface? What are you up to? What are you scheming about? I'm crazy about you, Sam. I've been holding it in, but I can't take it anymore. You're the one I've been thinking about at night. You're the one I want to share giblets with. You don't want to get mixed up with me. I'm no good for you. I'm like a bad penny. I turn up all the time, but it's not good. It's not good for anybody. Not good for you. Not good for nothing. Oh, Sam, that's just not true. Hi, guys. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I spent all day doing the rest of this so you could finally hear it and then what happens is i get this it's another interruption on my computer so guys let's just let's go right to the interruption i guess three reasons turkey could be a major global headache for the next u.s president the biggest turkey is the main gateway for isis fighters trying to go to and come from neighboring syria to stop the flow of militants, the U.S. needs Turkey's support. Turkey is a key member of the NATO military alliance, but in July, a faction of the Turkish military tried and failed to overthrow the government. The Turks are demanding that the U.S. hand over an exiled cleric living in Pennsylvania, who they accuse of organizing the coup. And the U.S.-Turkish strategic alliance is now at risk. The U.S. President Donald Trump has reiterated support for Turkey as a strategic partner and NATO ally. Trump made the remarks during a phone call with Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan on Tuesday. The U.S. president also spoke about the shared commitment to combating terrorism in all its forms. Meanwhile, the White House said in a statement Trump welcomed Turkey's contributions to the fight against ISIL. Erdogan's office echoed Washington, saying Turkey and the United States were friends and allies. What do you do with Turkey? I know they're a NATO ally. Are they a reliable partner? Well, I've gotten to know Turkey very well, and they're amazing people. They're incredible people. They have a strong leader. 
Last night, the U.S. ambassador to Turkey was explaining the justification for this decision, um, saying it wasn't one that the U.S. Take, took lightly, and that in fact the U.S. was saddened by it, and also laying out the conditions for, for rescinding it, which is essentially that um, Turkey's guarantee the, the security of U.S. Uh, diplomatic personnel and, and not arrest them, basically. Of course, one of the big topics was also uh, the new uh, U.S.-American president, Donald Trump, and how to deal with him and how the world has changed ever since he is in office. And, of course, he had a very distant opinion about that because he has met him already. So take a listen of what he said about like, how the world has changed with him and how to deal with him. There are fundamental differences between us and the American president. On the one hand, we need to cooperate. In the fight against ISIS in Syria and Iraq, for example, we need America there. So, of course, that answer was quite outspoken already. He offered a, a new version of himself, perhaps better than expected, but not good enough. We have the greatest negotiators in the world. Anywhere in the world, we're the greatest negotiators. But we don't use it. We use political hacks. So with Germany, with Japan, with Saudi Arabia, which has nothing but money. If Turkey? Please mention Turkey. Okay. I think he's friend. Are you friend or foe? Huh? I think he's friend. But I will tell you, and Turkey, by the way, should be fighting ISIS. And they could wipe ISIS out by themselves. I would love to see that. How Would we love to see that? In less than an hour. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. We will be united in our common interest. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day? The day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Turkey relations expected to start in just a moment here. It is a great pleasure to welcome President Erdogan for his first visit to the White House 
in years. Today, we face a new enemy in the fight against terrorism, and again, we seek to face this threat together. Military equipment was ordered by Turkey, and we've made sure that it gets there quickly. Mr. President, thank you for visiting our country and joining us today at the White House. It is a great honor to have you with us. Thank you. I would like to take this August opportunity to thank President Trump and his team for the generous hospitality they have shown us upon arrival, not only to my personal self, but to the entire members of my delegation on behalf of the entire Turkish nation. Thank you, Mr. President. And once again, in your presence, I would like to congratulate President Trump for the legendary triumph that he has garnered in the aftermath of the elections. Quite recently, we've had bilateral discussions with President Trump, and we've had the opportunity to focus on the outstanding relations between Turkey and the United States that date back a long time in history, which are very well rooted and which are quite uh, happily reached a level of strategic partnership. The relations between Turkey and the United States have been erected upon common democratic values and common interests. Keeping our outstanding relations stronger than ever will be very important, not only for our common interests, but also stability of the globe and peace around the world. And I would like to thank uh, President Trump for his very kind and cordial invitation, and I'm looking forward to hosting him in Turkey along with his entire family. Thank you all very much. Appreciate it. We're going to go to meetings now. Uh, the relationship that we have together will be unbeatable. So thank you all very much. I appreciate it. This is Mark Scalia. Ladies and gentlemen, I assure you that the Thanksgiving Eve turkey attack has no further significance than the holiday offering it was intended to be. Radio Air Regardless, his own version of dressing up in a sheet, jumping out of a bush and saying boo. We annihilated the world before your very ears and utterly destroyed the studio. But you will be relieved, I hope, to learn that we didn't mean it. So good night, everyone. And remember the terrible lesson you learned tonight. That grinning, glowing, gobbling turkey attack that you heard so much of? It's just a joke. Nobody got hurt. It's just Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was the 2017 edition. <laughs> that took so much fucking time. Oh, my God. And it's still not exactly where I want it. But it, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I mean, after four years of Obama, 
you know, we had, you know, the turkeys were attacking us every year. And now we formed an alliance. The last time Obama formed an alliance, and now we have an alliance with them. And now they're helping us destroy ISIS, which is fucking cool. So can't go wrong. So, guys, uh, we're about that time. Got to wrap the show because it's getting close to that bewitching hour. So I will say this. Thank you so much for being part of Radio Regardless for this entire year. I mean, we've gone another year. We're into another season. But be thankful. Let's try to let's try to be thankful. Even for all the drama and for all the weirdness and all the craziness and all the scariness that is the world, there are still things to be thankful for. And at least we can forget about all the bullshit for one day and just fight with our family like normal fucking people. <laughs> we don't have to hate the world. Just hate the siblings and the parents. That works out for everybody. Actually, I'm uh, I'm going to be seeing my family tomorrow. We're going to be having breakfast, and then I'm going to be uh, hanging out with Karen's family the rest of the day. So I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving and enjoy the entire holiday season because, again, this is our last show. I may try to do another one. I don't think I'm going to be able to just because of my schedule. So that's why I was putting all this stuff in. I'm going to thank you guys one more time. I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be in the upcoming month, but kind of know that. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. Friday night, I have the night off. But Karen, my wife, has a tour, so Scrooge might make an appearance on her tour. And then heckle Santa Claus for coming in. He's going to be at the Hawthorne Hotel. I choose Festivus. (laughs) So Scrooge may hassle Kringle on Friday night. I'm not sure if he's going to do that, but we'll see. And then, of course... The Salem Trolley Christmas Carol will be starting on November 25th and going all the way to December 23rd. And I've got 60, I think I'm doing 60 out of the 93 shows. A lot of shows. So that's what I got going on for the whole month. And then New Year's Eve, I'm going to be up at Pat's Peak Ski Area. And then I think I'm doubling up. I'm doing uh, I'm doing that early, and I'm done at like 10 o'clock, and then I'm going to be driving right through Manchester. So I'm going to be closing that show out, I think. I'm not sure yet. i got to double check. But that's kind of what i got going on. So, hey, guys, I'll tell you what. If you ever you want to be a sponsor, a guest, leave a question or comment, you can email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. You can always call the hotline, 978-219-9294. The next show will be January 3rd, 2018. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2018. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello.